0: We're gonna have to start taking, we're gonna have to just start, you know, giving you, giving you anime penalties. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! One point
1: for each you, and two points for each Hakusho. No! Four demerits?
0: <laughs> this is, this is gonna go on my permanent record. Yeah. Every time she does her little Yu Yu Hakusho spirit gun situation, true. That, true. Uh, Andy. I believe we mentioned the <laughs> <NBC> <laughs> anime demerits. God damn it. have a policy every time you mention
1: a single you, you, or a hockey show.
0: Son of a bitch! The term you were looking for was Bishonen, because Bishonen oh. was a beautiful girl. Snap, 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 snap. Oh, yeah. snap. yeah.
1: Okay. Alright, will you take your points now, or do we just. <laughs> do, I, do, to I get, Later. do I get demerits for this?
0: <laughs> Yeah. The anime demerits are not about fairness, they're about, they're about <laughs> reining in your terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> How many do I get for this? Two? Oh yeah, two seems fair. If you guys watched Full Metal Alchemist, he reminds me of, uh, of Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I get demerits today!
1: I think five demerits
0: from- Oh that. shit! No! You're yeah. almost there, Andy. Tell me what this mask reminds you of. Are you going for no face? Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, there is a
1: straightaway no face. But Andy, I'm sorry. You did mention a character from an anime. And, uh, we, we have to make good rules on, our, rules. on our promise to punish you. <laughs> Can I
0: lobby for it? On our just unwavering
1: promise to punish One point because you it's punishment. Miyazaki. Just, yeah, just I'm sorry. We demerit. can't
0: budge on this no, one. No. no, we gave you a Miyazaki <laughs> pass once in the past. And it's, it's, it, <laughs> the buck has to stop here. <laughs> You're, you're a creature of the night. How how many demerits is that?
1: That's going to be a full six. I think. Jesus Christ.
0: Like, if you don't speak Japanese, like, it's lost. Right. So I thought I would bring that to your attention. It's a fun bit. That's very sweet. Uh, you are going to get docked at least one point, I think. It'll <laughs> be one demerit. All right, I'm out, you guys. That. I'll see I'll see you all later. I'm, I quit. The, I quit. Uh, this is, this is me oh, my I'm God. Leaving. Rory's finally going to go. <laughs>
1: we, we can finally have our...
0: Of our anime podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Used to be four ordinary teenagers. Ohayo gozaimasu. Andy's anime Yeah, know oh, What have we done? Oh. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to hell, you sons of bitches. Uh, sorry. Uh, hello. This is Saturday morning, Tuesdays. That an animated podcast about real cartoons. I'm, uh, I'm Andy. I'm your anime protagonist here at Sadam High School, Class One A. I sit several rows back, right next to the this window. Is make, this is making me visibly <laughs> upset.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watashi wa Austin. <laughs>
0: yeah austin what kind of anime character are you
1: i'm i'm the i'm the the cute shy girl <laughs>
0: oh, yeah i'm into that and and i'm the and i'm the 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 quiet yet surly mean boy who is secretly <laughs> super cute it's rory <laughs> <laughs> uh Boy, this is a really exciting time. I feel like I can finally breathe a, a breath of f- fresh air for the first time in almost a year. Breathe uh, deep as we've we loosened the shackles <laughs> around his around his nether region. Yeah, don't get too comfortable there, Buster Brown. <laughs> oh no, but it's it's great because not, I can't. I'm contractually confirmed that I will not get anime demerits during this entire episode. This is my episode. I'm like Jigsaw in the Saw movies. And instead of torture, it's anime.
1: Right. So a little bit of backstory is that, you know, Andy (laughs) will typically get razzed by us pretty deeply uh, in the form of anime demerits whenever, you know, he just brings up. He breaks uh, the rules. Yeah, when he breaks the rules, when he talks about anime during our, our cartoon podcast that definitely doesn't have regular anime shows in it. Uh, it's just whenever we decide it's it's excessive and, and upsetting, and so uh, yeah, we've we've decided to I don't know whether we lost a bet or we just kind of have decided to broker a ceasefire, uh, and Maybe. we're here in the DMZ, yeah, uh, meeting in the middle, if you will.
0: Maybe, maybe it's because you guys realized that you're my friend and you value me.
1: That can't be it. Uh, we, but <laughs> oh. he's forced us to watch anime.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I sort of, uh, I, I gave them a little teeny bit of an impromptu like survey because I know the both of these fuckers watch some anime. They get down on a little bit of anime in their own. Oh, no, zone. that's not I, true. That's not true. <laughs> Well, whatever they'll tell you here on the air, they got their own zone where they bone down with some anime shows. Uh, I
1: don't like that phrasing at all.
0: <laughs> and so I tried to figure out, like, what sort of, you know, sticks to their dick about about specific anime shows and mm, try and... Mm, uh, this
1: phrasing is continuing to just... <laughs> it's continuing to a deep, dark hole that we so, know...
0: It's not gonna. It's gonna get worse really before it gets in better. Really smooching the gooch tonight, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I decided to. I, I picked uh, three shows that we've watched episode ones of for this episode. So sort of like little toe dips into the into the separated onsen bath of each of these different shows and. One like, I chose a theme for. Emerging. Are we in a hot spring? <laughs> we're totally in a hot springs. We are absolutely in a hot springs, but we're all guys, so we're all on the same side. Uh but inevitably we're gonna try to get away. I'm washing a a Austin's hair. Ooh. <laughs> well, we careful. gotta find that My hole in the wall and, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> peek on the girls' side. Um but I chose a show for Rory, I chose a show for Austin, and I picked one uh, entirely selfishly because I just wanted to watch it and I have no idea if they'll like it at all. Uh, to that point, I have no idea if they liked any of these shows. Uh, they're sort of hard to shop for, as it were. So, uh, Rory, what did I pick for you? You're gonna make me butcher the Japanese title. Absolutely, okay. I am. <laughs> uh, you picked a show for me called "Tengen Top, and Gurren Login," which I don't Very... think is Japanese. I think those are just that's just nonsense, right? Uh, just... Half of it's Japanese. Four of those words nonsense. are nonsense. <laughs> yeah, g- <laughs> Gurren Login is nonsense. Okay. Uh, Tengen Topa means uh, pierce the heavens. Oh, boy. Um, Okay. Austin, what did I pick for you?
1: Uh, I believe for me, you picked uh, the pornographic food cartoon, <laughs> uh, Shokugeki no Soma, a.k.a. Food Wars.
0: That is correct. Uh, and for myself, I picked the show called Lovely Complex. Uh, and I don't really think we need details about this before we dive in, but I just want to say ahead of time. I'm so happy that you guys uh, have taken off all of your clothes and put on those weird little that, that, uh, our, that we're, our virginity <laughs> is soiled that we can never <laughs> yeah. once go back to the purity we were before this week. You know, those little, those little tiny hanging towels that just cover your junk that all the old men wear in the onsen. Yeah, you just I'm saw, so you glad. just saw junk. We had to see some junk this week. <laughs> There's some real junk happening. Uh, thank you for joining me in this rejuvenative, rejuvenative hot spring and rejuvenative uh, junk peak. <clears throat> And I think we need to, uh, we're starting with uh, with that pornographic food cartoon, Shokugeki no Soma. So let's yeah, hear let's some of that. Yeah, let's lower ourselves
1: uh... into the soup of that and, <laughs> and just see what happens. Umare <laughs> <laughs> kawaru
0: Okay, the first show that we had uh, we had to watch that they were forced to watch kept their eyeballs open like a Clockwork Orange freaky moment, and <laughs> and we're we're watching it is called Shokugeki no Soma, English title Food Wars, and episode one is called An Endless Wasteland, and here's the summary. Uh, Yukihira is a popular neighborhood restaurant where Yukihira Soma helps out in the hopes of surpassing his father as a chef one day. But land sharks are after their restaurant. And one day, Soma tells them that the restaurant would close if they couldn't serve satisfactory food to their customers. The land sharks are only too happy to sabotage the restaurant's fridge and gleefully orders Soma to serve them a meat dish.
1: So, before we get people too excited, land sharks are not some kind of uh, incredible <laughs> amphibian. The ultimate predator, apex predator, the land shark. These are like business fuckers, these are like retail development condo business people yeah just had just have to clarify that you're not super
0: disappointed for the next 30 minutes (laughs) yeah like i was waiting for my (laughs) sharks waiting for those sweet shark boys (laughs) oh boy uh they uh the nomenclature on this show for every one of their episodes is it's like the first plate so they called episode one the first plate it's very cute and adorable uh for the special I don't know that I want to be talking all that much. I want to hear you guys your take on a lot of this stuff because it's weird for me. Normally on this show, we're watching stuff that none of us have seen, but mm-hmm. I'm so incredibly familiar with this content, uh, which is why I'm having you guys watch. But it. I'm, I'm a watch- level twelve anime master. <laughs> <laughs> I've got all my prestige talents already, and and <laughs> you know what am I gonna fucking do? So I want to hear. Uh, I want to hear you guys tell me what you thought about this one that's craig feldspar he's a level 20 (laughs) dungeon master
1: (laughs) um as so for food wars i don't i i would say i don't think i've seen a show that i've been so like at the same time entertained by and also completely squicked out by (laughs)
0: like uh yeah they don't they don't give you a um they know they let you know pretty early on what the uh what the tone of the show is going to be uh with this little uh making this girl eats he eats some squid and it is a uh, pretty it switches to tentacle porn for a couple minutes and yeah in the
1: first two minutes of the show <laughs> yeah they um, really
0: they really set the tone hard yeah um, so that just being some said context i think that tentacle stuff is a little bit i don't want to say normalized but certainly i would say you can mock it without seeming like you're participating in it, probably. I'm not sure yeah. that this... Yeah, so I got the impression they were having fun and not, like, you know, uh, being yucky. But I yeah, think from... but it's like, it's
1: it, sure, it's in self-parody, but it's also doing the thing that it's, it's parodying, and so agreed. therefore it's just doing it. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's like it can wink and laugh about it, but it's like also just That's a good point. hand <laughs> You know, like... yeah the so the the reason this happens is that our main character soma who's 15 is a junior chef in training and his dad his hot dad's restaurant
0: oh his dad is such a still cold hunk yeah his dad dad who's
1: wearing this like rippling apron that shows off every deltoid the man has (laughs) um every pack and like everything he also kind of looks like arden from final fantasy 15 oh Um, man yeah but uh You know, the uh, Soma is has this weird fascination he got from his dad as well of also making shitty food. They can both make incredible food uh, that make people jizz their pants as soon as they bite into it. Uh, But he also just has like a weird, morbid fascination. This is like his weird kink to make the (laughs) grossest food possible and then make people eat it and see what happens. Um, in a very invasive, upsetting way, um, he's he's made completely disgusting uh, tentacles, squid tentacles covered in peanut butter. And there's this like sweet little girl who doesn't want any and he shoves it in her mouth. And then she's like being tentacle that, that she has. A, she has a.
0: Yeah. In, in the reverse fashion of of people's like pants jizzing orgasm over the rice that he just cooked. She has a similar sort of uh, freak out yeah. uh, of uh, an invasive squid taking over her body in a pretty upsetting graphic. Uh,
1: yeah, it's true. Yeah, Come on, Andrew. Andrew, <laughs> why
0: what would you, you done? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Okay, so this first episode, I think this is definitely just a, a solid tone setter. They're like, look, if you can't do with this, you need to not watch our show um they it's don't like
1: look this isn't naruto okay things are gonna get
0: pretty <laughs> porny pretty right fast. Fast. <laughs> your dad's anime right uh this so is for the boys that, i think that you're right something I think for that, uh, the
1: boys <laughs> that
0: well okay so it's not just for the boys i think it's it's a lot for the boys but uh but also for the for the people who are attracted to to females yeah
1: well no there, so there's some male gays in there
0: so okay, so there's definitely male gaze, right? Like clearly, it's dominated by male gaze, but there are some attempts that are non-normal for anime to see make some rock this, and dong to see some rock he... and dong. <laughs> uh, uh, here's here's my one fun fact that I bring to the table from the an interview with the creator, and he they were asking him like where the idea for the, the the manga came from, and he said it came from the artist, and they had like the same editor, and so the artist is out to dinner with the editor, and he basically is like, hey. What if we drew something about a girl who eats really great food and then goes into ecstasy and the editor was like, That's a great idea. And then they made this show or this this comic. But later, when they were like they brought the writer in and they're working on it, he was like, I wasn't totally comfortable with this entire like full concept of people's clothes coming off until it was happening to both the women and the men. Okay, and so and so the writer brought in the the like egalitarian side of like no anyone who eats this is having their clothes just fucking exploded off of them and we're gonna see almost fully naked men just as much as we're gonna see women okay. uh, which i'm not trying He's to not like present in this episode but i believe i believe that no all of her all, all of that that ladies like underlings take a bite near the end and they're all hella yeah. nudie yeah, they, they had a great time. But they have, but they haven't been. But these guys are just are just minions. They've been sexing up this other lady all episode Correct. with her, bounce, right. with her bouncing yeah. bosom. So I don't want yeah. to come off as an apologist for this show. It's fully male. I think it's worth it's worth understanding context. But yeah, you but- you are. <laughs> 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 all right, please continue. Yeah. So there's okay.
1: So. Yeah, mm-hmm. so right. So he gets off on feeding people weird food. His dad also does it, and they have a fight over who has the grossest food. His dad came up with anchovies covered in strawberry jam. <laughs> uh, or sardines, sorry. Sardines, yeah, sardines. and strawberry jam. Uh, and that's when the land sharks basically show up, these real estate people who want to build a giant high-rise condo exactly where the restaurant is, kind of an up scenario. Um, mm-hmm. And Soma immediately just takes no prisoners and just like burns their business card and is super not interested because he loves his dad he loves his dad's restaurant he just he wants to be a chef he wants to take over he's got that pure goal i'm gonna defeat my dad well not defeat my dad but i'm gonna like you know surpass him as soon as possible
0: (laughs) one day i will kill my father
1: (laughs) (laughs) as is customary
0: (laughs) yeah uh you're right, you're right. This land shark, this is this woman with unreasonably large bosoms. And <laughs> uh, And they just, they move, they move without They any... move without, with, uh, with a mind of their own.
1: Yeah, they're in full, like, dead or alive extreme beach volleyball mode. <laughs> uh, just operating with their own physics engine.
0: Yeah. Uh, what I find interesting about... I'm going back and watching this first episode, right? Because I've I, wa- I read this manga every week when it comes out digitally. Uh, Andrew, so I- if you could see my face, <laughs> the 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 sheer shock and awe of what you just told me, my tongue is on the floor. <laughs> oh God! But. So I'm very caught up. So going back, it's interesting because they really it's clear that they had like the sort of central struggle in mind in this like this early, because a huge theme of the whole show moving forward is like is tits. The, well, yes, that's a theme. Tits are a theme. But the other one being like uh, like the conflict between like the world of fine dining and its disdain of like small diners. And Soma's, like, real talent and the way that he sets himself aside from everyone else that he, like, competes with is that he's, you know, from a very young age been working in a tiny diner and having to, like, please real customers and, like, in a really high-stress atmosphere. And he's able to, like, think on his feet. And so, like, the conflict between the, the sort of lowbrow and the highbrow is is set up pretty high in this first episode, which I appreciated.
1: I mean, the real enemy are child labor laws, apparently. <laughs> Can this kid just go, like, play a video game or skip through the park?
0: <laughs> well, I think it's I interesting, not. the idea that he's talking about, like, after middle school. His dad asked him what's he, what he's going to do after middle school. And he's like, well, I'm just going to go teach or I'm going to go cook with you. And it's like, yeah. dude, you're not even going to go to high school. That's- I think, I think caked, into, uh, caked into part of the fantasy of, of, like, having a job is being the fuck done with school. <laughs> uh, right <it's> true. <laughs> well because not only school already sucks but then like it's it's a whole other thing over here where like people go to school for 12 hours a day in high school yeah yeah that's that's real there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure uh a lot of like you know so i you got done with regular love school. cooking if you love cooking fucking off school and just cooking is a pretty great fantasy sure yeah,
1: that's true and apparently everybody's like losing their bones over over it. <laughs>
0: I don't know if I found out that I had the talent to like when someone ate food that I cooked that they just like their clothes exploded. Their clothes exploded in a blast of action. It's I a- might, might be into that. I might make that like my new guess life I challenge. Need
1: to cook more often. <laughs> um. So they leave and they vow that they will return and get vengeance on. Soma yeah, well, they the they give him a
0: sort of, it'd be a shame if something happened to, it, happened right. to this place. Little, right, little and then we get a moment of
1: Soma thinking about his dad. His dad calls and is like, hey, I'm going to close the restaurant for the day. Don't worry about it. Um, And it makes Soma reflect and like, you know what? I don't actually really know anything about my dad. Which <laughs> yeah. sort and of so a i line. I had,
0: I had a, an impression that I guess is not disproven, but I thought the show was going to go a different direction right here. Either like his dad might you know get killed in the night, uh Mm, uh huh, or or maybe just is a criminal who like, um, you know uses his own criminal dealings to kind of make this problem go away.
1: Yeah, it's sort of the flashpoint moment where kind of literally anything could happen. Yeah, you know, like he could you know have to take on the restaurant himself, or he could you know just all sorts of things could happen because we've got that default pretty firmly established and like okay. All right, what's going to shake this up? And what what ends up happening is, so someone goes back to the restaurant when his dad is gone, I guess, mm-hmm. I, he was closing it, but he, he just went there because well, I, I think they I think they might live do. above it. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then it's been sabotaged. It's been ransacked. All the food has been like left out to rot and like torn doused and,
0: in salt and yeah, you know, somebody
1: put like sunscreen or. Uh, whatever on the i don't know
0: yeah they've uh, like ruined everything
1: ruined everything
0: uh and he
1: comes in he's like pissed off about it and then all of a sudden the land sharks come back and like oh ho ho ho, ho.
0: <laughs> and they're like hey it what's was wrong? a shame if something happened here
1: <laughs> yeah and now uh you're gonna serve me a meat dish and if you can't then you should close because uh yeah, you some, told me some... You know, oh, finish your thought. Sorry. He, he just like you told me that was the promise is if he couldn't serve a dish that something was ordered, then you have to close. So gotcha.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I find it they interesting they've... that they're playing with with reality and anime rules in kind of an interesting way. Like mm-hmm. if this is reality where you can just like kind of fuck up somebody's restaurant and buy it. Uh, you know what I mean? Like if, they, if they're using if they're using normal, like criminal, like shitty behavior, mm-hmm. I find it odd that they're also expecting him to behave by like anime laha. <laughs> yeah like your your honor depends on keeping your word yeah but uh yeah. but he, he does anyway i mean because one of the things if you guys actually continued to watch this which i hope at least one of you does it's such a good show i swear to fucking god uh they soma soma is like he has like the strongest will it's that's almost breaking reality In and of itself, is how, like, just completely unflappable and willful Soma is in the face of Mm -hmm. everything that goes wrong. Like, which was why it was kind of nice. Juxtaposing this with uh, with the brilliant show Spider Riders, um, (laughs) our boy, what's his, uh, Max Steel? Steel, Hunter Hunter Steel. Hunter Steel had a similar confidence, but had no. Yeah, no
1: skill. To no back it third up.
0: dimension. And in this one, we see this boy with the same hunter steel like confidence, and then he gets thrashed immediately by his dad at cooking. Mm-hmm. So like we know there's a better understanding of like stakes and and character. Right. Because I found him quite likable. Uh yeah, all things, no, as, all things about this show aside. Character. He's a really he's a really cool guy. Selma's yeah. one of my favorite protagonists in any anime that I've ever watched. That's half the reason that I brought this to the table, is because I love Selma.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, minus the like weird. Force feeding of of peanut butter tentacles. It's, you know, like, he's a pretty <laughs> likable person. Uh, so what happens, I think, then, is is the star of the episode is the reason mm. why I'm not completely shitting on this show yes. uh, for being weird and porny. Uh, but because this this action sequence, this food-cooking sequence is the real takeaway here. Well, it's I bonkers. think,
0: honestly, you know, we, we were just talking about the porny thing, and, and having had a moment to think about it, I... I don't hate calling attention to the fact that food porn is basically food porn, and kind of yeah. conflating the two things together. Right. Uh-huh.
1: Sure. That seems, and like a not, fa- that seems
0: like a pretty smart critique. Actually, they're not coy about it. You know, no. like
1: they—they're putting it right there on the table. That look, this is this is entirely sexual in nature, and it's not innuendo. It's literally sexual in nature.
0: Sure. Um, yeah.
1: You know, with with the age of everybody and the the way that a lot of the characters are framed and and animated and things are focused (laughs) on is still upsetting, I think. (laughs) You mean
0: the the close-up shots of cleavage and legs twitching? and
1: Literally every possible opportunity. (laughs) Um. This
0: is so funny for me. You know, know, the the one that I found the most gratuitous was uh, surprisingly not the the tentacle uh, sequence, but mm-hmm. uh, the land shark finding herself in this weird Catwoman pose, where yeah, you know, where, where her like backside's quite visible from her, from, like, from, jelly from up spine in front of her, yeah, it's yeah. right when her clothes fly off, yeah, uh huh, it's like she, yeah, it's like a, one of those egregious uh, superhero poses, like you said, but then like right, like everything that you didn't want comes true and she, and suddenly she's, she's contorted naked. like a like a. You know, like a Muppet, in order to constantly have her parts <laughs> facing forward.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's not great. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, as much as I enjoy this show, it it's fully, uh, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? It's participating in all of the like not so savory parts. No pun intended here, with the taste pun. <laughs> uh, not so savory parts of anime culture.
1: Right. Right. And yeah, it can wink and nod all at once, but it, it's not immune from it.
0: No, um, that's fair.
1: So the but the the sequence just before that, though, is the actual cooking. And so he's been challenged to make a meat dish, but all of the meat in the restaurant has been ruined. So she thinks she's caught him in the in a bind where he can't make something with meat. Um, So then he does make something with meat because I guess he had some bacon that he took for lunch. Mm hmm that he uses as the meat part and he makes potatoes and mushrooms and everything and he creates this like potato dish Yeah, they do a they bacon. do
0: a they do a sequence not unlike those little cooking gifts you might see on on those Facebooks <laughs> like yeah, a tasty he does a video. a tasty video. He does a basically tasty
1: video. <laughs> um that has like diagrams and shows like the you know the the way like meat juices seep into the potatoes and create <laughs> and meat like, juices will be uh, uh, an
0: often repeated uh, <laughs> phrase for the next yeah. couple of minutes.
1: It will, uh, and so that's that's surprisingly thorough. It's it feels well researched. It's not just anime bullshit. It's not just like, hey, this is the kind of thing that cooks do. It's like actually, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, that feels real. That feels like somebody right. knew what they were talking about, and it looks pretty fucking tasty. They, um, yeah, and the music is intense. The music is like heavily action scored. All that was of the, the other thing I was going to mention is I,
0: I, I also enjoyed kind of the way that they took uh, regular anime. Well, I wouldn't know, but regular anime uh-huh. and action and action tropes and right. used them in a new way. Like this isn't the first cooking anime, I don't think. Uh, no, but I don't. Or I'll, I doubt. I doubt it, a lot of them are this kind of style. Yeah, they're um, not, like, porning with, with yeah.
1: you know, with Dragon Ball Z with uh, right. making fried rice or something. Well, yeah.
0: something I was thinking about when I was re-watching this episode is that, you know, Shokugeki no Soma, Food Wars here, the show, is, it's kind of, like, it's a cooking anime, it's a comedy anime, but what it really is is a sports anime or, like, a battle shonen show. Yeah, like right. Because that's what that's like thematically, like stylistically, what they're doing with like the really intense shit and the dramatic poses and like the close-ups and the over-explaining of what's going on. Like you know, it's right. like a Yu-Gi-Oh, except it's about cooking, and it, I love that angle. And like you said, the, the recipes seem real, and that's because they uh, they all the recipes are made by this like pseudo celebrity chef slash model in Japan.
1: Oh, cool. uh, and so
0: like she actually writes all the recipes. And uh, there's like an official cookbook for this show that you can buy. Nice, nice. And they don't hold back on that. Like this is this is very emblematic of what you're gonna get episode to episode. Like cool recipes and really good food art that makes you so (laughs) hungry.
1: Yeah. So because you're because in that way you're kind of getting a double value add. You know, like you're you're watching a, a a Food Network show that you're going to learn like a cool thing to make and then there's also like you're getting a you're also going to get a boner and you're also going <laughs> to you know uh get a cool story you know it's like you're getting uh the real uh, the real combo yeah it's all there um for better or for worse mhm uh so then yeah so then he makes this dish he presents it to the lady and she just loses her shit she loses um, her
0: absolute mind. Yeah, yeah. and so and all, all of her underlings, and then there's like a really great shot of like these naked dudes with meat juices covering their junk, so that you can't see peen. And right. You can't see peen. Although they did a fun sequence, which is not the first time I've seen it, but and in, in, but it is one that I appreciate. Is they they zoom in more and more on on the parts of these people, but they're flashing back between male and female, so you don't actually like you you might see full boob, but you're not sure if that's just a close up of abs on the dude <laughs> like, sure, it's just all
1: it's pure gets, sexual it's just yeah, it's sexual. pure sexual that's
0: what I mean yeah mm-hmm. right. Uh, so uh, I'll finish this one out just because I can give you a, a heads up as to what's coming uh, forward in this show so the end the end basically his dad comes back and is like hey something happened and he's like eh, nothing important and he's like cool well I'm leaving for three years <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks dad he says you're what
0: the fuck you're gonna go you're gonna go to school you're gonna go to this place called totsuki academy you got to stay there for three years you're gonna learn about cooking and someone's like that's bullshit learning how to pay to learn how to cook is so dumb but when he shows up he realizes that it's an absurd school it's the top school in japan and uh, this is when i was kind of lost by the show oh oh really because i was i was in you know, more or less enjoying the the, the play with, with genre that was happening. And the end just shows with... He goes to wizard school at the end. And I was so <laughs> right. disappointed. It becomes a tournament
1: <laughs> saga, right? Because there's a, there's a goal. There's, like, the top tier. Like, the whole school is set on a mountain. And there's, like, the top, like, place on the top of the mountain. And wow, like, have you guys okay. seen this
0: show before? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not wrong. So, it's... It, it definitely does sort of be like, oh, we're going to do a cool cooking show. Uh, just kidding. It's like it's full on high school, just like every other anime. But they keep it interesting. The characters are really good that you meet. Like there's a whole really fun cast of, of if other they students. They did a really serious culinary high school that I could maybe try out for. But this mm-hmm. is wizard school. Oh, it is. It's full on wizard school. The The <laughs> amount of money that this, this academy must have to do the things they do is insane. The school oh, is sure. run by, like, the top ten students who get to just, like, have their <laughs> fucking way of the school. Uh, they settle all inner, inner student dis- like, problems by having cook-offs. They call it yeah, Shokugeki, so it's Pokemon which is rules. why it's called... Yeah, it's Pokemon rules. Uh, right, so the
1: Elite Four is just running the, running the goddamn <laughs> run of the country? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No,
0: you are not wrong. But the things that you liked about this episode remain true. So Fair like enough. it keeps itself really fun. Uh, there's a good like lo- slow burn romance plot. Uh, a lot of the characters and are B. really B. Friendly- B. funny. Yes. Sir. <sighs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, that's my little pitch. Um, but yeah, I mean, the rest of the show is him at the school trying to be the best and like going through all sorts of crazy shit. And they, they dive pretty deep into like some weird culinary knowledge, which is nice. Um, this th- that being the main reason that I kind of picked this for you, Austin, is because I know that you like cooking, and I feel and like food like prawn. There's a lot of good stuff in here that I think that you'd get a fucking kick out of. Mm-hmm. Um, but not to prescribe anything, what do you guys think about this one? Like I said, so lodging? I mean, I, I think we we have a pretty similar a similar assessment. But for me, it was. Uh, w- I liked a lot of what I saw in this episode. Um, like I said, all the interplay with genre, the the kind of comedy series, uh, titillating series, action series, cooking series—they were doing a lot, and that mm-hmm. was interesting. And I really felt pretty deflated that it just kind of goes to it kind of goes to sequential, uh, what I call wizard school, but you could call any sort of like kind of magical, uh, magical hierarchy kind of yeah. obvious linear plot that really kind of turned me off from it. Sure.
1: Um, I, yeah, I, I think that doesn't bug me really as much as just the, the line that it's writing between parody and, and just straight and up participation.
0: Porn.
1: And, and so I kind I still don't really know where to live with it. Um, but it's so funny. I mean, I laughed out loud several times at just completely how completely balls out it is. You know, I mean, they go hard and you can't say that about everything. You know, I mean, they go full in every direction. Yeah. And you you have to admire that. And I I would be interested to see more, if not just for the recipes. It's it's like it's like saying that you read Playboy just for the articles. It's like look, but sometimes I just there watch is an article for the recipes.
0: Uh <laughs> Uh, I will. I will say that this is uh, a favorite anime. Uh, thanks to thanks to me uh, of longtime friend of the show, Allison Lurs. Uh yeah. She she and I are 100 percent on board with this show. Uh, she's caught up just like me. So uh, you know, I have I have friends. I have friends. Mm-hmm. I have friends on this. I don't need you necessarily to. to... Hey, who do you just outed on on? on the podcast Allison as a, Allison and I as, can be weeb as a together. joint weeb as two heads of the same weeb dragon <laughs> Some sort of weeb chimera <laughs> Well if the if the microphones were off I'm sure Austin's actual review would be like I, I like boners this show's great I love boners <laughs> You
1: guys that's rude stop <laughs>
0: I've never had a boner <laughs> Hey Austin, Andy. Yeah, what's up, man? Uh, I gotta, I gotta tell you, there's a new video game. Uh, a couple of them coming out, and I really want you to tell me all about them. We, we love, we love anime around here. I know we do. And we uh, sure do. We all three of us love anime equally. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, one of the biggest anime of all time, you know, is that sweet old Pokemon. Uh, so we got, we got two new Pokemon games, and I don't want you to tell me about about them. We got, uh, you know, they always come in pairs, right? So, Austin, sure. Please yeah. tell me about Pokemon marriage and Pokemon divorce.
1: Yeah, so this uh, is the long-awaited new uh, games coming out for Nintendo Switch. Very exciting to see uh, this combo of Pokemon games coming out. Um, you know, here's the thing. The the creators of Pokemon at Game Freak and that that company, uh, Pokemon company, they've been working really hard, and they've been doing this for 20 years now. And that means the people who uh, have been making this game, the director, he's gone through a lot of stuff, and he's gotten to a point in his life where you know, he's 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 seen some shit, and he doesn't really care about little little Pokemon's and and Pikamons and and Jib and Flim Flams or whatever the, the Pokemon. Favorite are, favorite Pokemon. Um, you know, and he really just kind of wants to talk about life and and what happens when the person you love wants to leave you, uh, for another more handsome Pokemon trainer and you know it's a metaphor so he's still using the world of pokemon but divorce is the the really dark
0: one mm. well which version uh, has magmar
1: magmar is <laughs> in both of them uh magmar is sort of an emblematic of the flame of your of your romance that that sort of eventually dies out so
0: does your magmar die
1: yeah well in divorce he does yeah he in eventually divorce. dies <laughs> Um, but you see the strength of him growing like, a, like a flame in marriage. And then, you know, he starts, Oh, losing some H- HP. That's weird. Uh, what happened with that? Um, you know, slowly losing HP. Has he been poisoned? No, no, it's just the flame is going out and you don't know why.
0: Wow. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Are there any cool new Pokemon in it?
1: Oh yeah. There's definitely a, a, a ultra evolve of flim flam and jib jib. Uh, <laughs> And they look pretty cool and they can use uh, Sand Slash. So what the Pokemon sure Sand Slash? <laughs> <laughs> you, you think it, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a new attack called Sand Slash where you He's just gonna, throw out a Pokemon named Sand Slash. You get
0: to use other Pokemon as attacks.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, again, this is part of the maturity. This is like you're older now and you can't do everything by yourself. You get other other people or Pokemon to just sort of get your shit taken care of.
0: Wow. So
1: yeah, it's it's kind of a takes a step back and you look at your life. So be sure to pre-order now, and you'll get that extra jib jib. <laughs> One extra jib <jib-jib>. jib. <laughs>
0: Okay, the second show that we're watching today is the one that I picked for Rory, who knows if he liked it. It's called Tengen Topa Gurren Lagen, and we watched episode one, which is entitled Bust Through the Heavens with Your Drill. Here's a little, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little blur. And... Yeah, and that sounds incredibly graphic if you're not familiar with the enormous all the drill imagery that they keep repeating throughout the show. <laughs> it's entirely yeah. drills.
1: Unlike Food Wars, this is a lot less uh sexually explicit, <laughs> but not
0: not, not completely. Not without its sins. No. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So here's a synopsis. Uh it's very vague, so we'll have to do a little work afterwards. Um the story of the distant future, the human the humans have lived underground for a long time. Simon is a boy who digs to expand his village underground, finding a shining small drill. His uh, Kamina the, is a guy who lives in the village in the same village as Simon, and he yearns for the outside world on the surface. I had to do some editing as I read because it was terrible English on the summary that I copied. I hope it turned out well. Uh, it was acceptable. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Let's yeah, okay. <laughs> this show this show is crazy. And I, w- I don't know if you guys know this. I'm going to put this ahead of you so that we have this for the discussion. This show was made by a company called Gainax, and Okay, yeah. they're most famous for creating Neon Genesis Evangelion and Fooly Cooly. So right. if that helps you understand the DNA of this show, uh, especially Fooly Cooly, then there's a piece of info for you. Uh, this is a pretty classic sort of... Uh, world world-building anime that sure. gives you a lot of info dump up the upfront. I don't think it's pretty particularly bad about it. Uh, you know, you don't feel like you're being preached to constantly with details, but there it's pretty dense.
1: No, although this was definitely a case where you just giving the summary right there revealed, I think, more information about a lot of things than I got in the episode. Like, sure. it wasn't clear to me that this is the future and this is like the same right. planet and this is humanity. Mm -hmm. going underground i mean it might not be earth i don't know but
0: yeah i don't uh so uh, yeah i mean this this show has a lot of sort of uh classic dna in it even while it's doing a lot of like weird modern shit on top because it's got Mm -hmm. the really classic mech show thing with a young kid who finds a mech gets in it and can suddenly pilot it like a badass uh and it's got the like old school like shonen adventure show with like lots of world building you don't really know much about the world and neither do the characters and you're finding out more info as it goes also Um, it's got
1: some of that like classic 70s like captain harlock
0: uh yeah
1: you know uh battleship old you know that this Mm -hmm. old grand space opera anime stuff yes uh with kamina who's oh my god you know he's he's iconic Kamina
0: is uh, my favorite character almost in anime. He's I really such... so I really liked that. I didn't, not only did I enjoy him, I really liked the decision to not make him the main character, because yes. he's a pretty stock yeah. anime boy, and you you get a better idea of how the show feels about him, how the characters feel about him, how he feels about his friends, mm-hmm. just by not forcing him to be the central character in the plot.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: the fact that he doesn't have to constantly drive the plot and be a kind of worthless anime boy. Really lets them flex the muscles. Uh, he literally of, doesn't have of,
1: to wear the goggles. Yeah, nope.
0: he, he, Yeah. exactly. He doesn't have to wear the goggles. Yeah, so our main kid, Simon, is the one with the goggles, and he's kind of a, a little loser. Um, the first thing that we see in this episode, though, is... Uh, and I don't know that you guys got this necessarily. But here coming out our best friend, sort of a Batman-Robin style. Like, we don't know why this, this cool guy is hanging out with a kid loser, but I kind of believe it and appreciate it mm-hmm. yeah
1: i mean they, they have that blood brother connection they had no choice but to band together in a shitty community mm-hmm. um and to look after each other and
0: yeah they dug coal together <laughs> yeah uh but this the very first scene it uh, takes place pretty much near the end of the series uh yeah that was what i was
1: starting to realize
0: it's simon grown up uh oh, okay and, uh, which you could, you could figure out because he's holding the same like little drill key, uh, in that first scene that Simon finds in the ground. Um, he's, his smile is basically the same smile. Uh, yeah, I couldn't but tell
1: if it was Kamina or not, but no, so I didn't go back and check it, but
0: yeah, it's Simon. Cause the, at, somewhere in the middle of this show, there's a big seven year time jump, Oh shit! Uh, which is fun. But Simon in the future, standing on top of a giant mech out in the middle of space in a giant fucking space battle. And then it cuts to everybody underground and you're like, what the fuck are we even doing in this show? Um, Which is a pretty solid feeling that happens a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, So here's here's kind of the ABC. Uh, He is Simon is a digger because they have this like underground city and he digs a bunch of tunnels and stuff to expand their city because they can only go underground because the guy who runs their town apparently like for generations his you know they've been told not to go to the surface and he sort of it feels kind of like a vault tech sort of thing like they're not digging for anything they're just digging for the sake of digging keeps the keeps the rabble busy sure totally and these insular
1: uh, communities
0: yeah and of course later in the show you find out there's a lot more to why people are underground that's obviously explained at some point but, um, well, enormous robots crash through the roof of their house halfway <laughs> through the episode. So, I think that's a pretty good reason to be down yeah. here. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's scary up top. Um, and so, like we said, we meet Kamina. Kamina's like this most badass older brother. He's perpetually shirtless, he's got a lot of tattoos. Um, and these
1: big fucking sunglasses that are out uh, of control. And now that I've seen those, I'm like, okay. That connects a lot of dots from every every Comic Con that I've been to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a and pretty like, easy cosplay because all you gotta do is dye your hair blue and wear those things and not wear a shirt. Like, yeah, I always just thought that was people doing Squirtle, <laughs> <laughs> the Squirtle Squad. He, they are Squirtle Squad sunglasses. You're right. Um,
1: yeah, they're that. There's. I wasn't sure if it was like, I don't know, like a Homestuck thing or what, mm. but. Yeah. yeah, it's all it's all clear to me now, mm-hmm. uh where those are from, and you know, again, iconic. It's yeah, good a good bit of character design. Then suddenly, became such a thing that everybody wanted to cosplay and wanted to be yeah. part of. It's you know,
0: yeah, I think that um, you know, the story for this show is pretty good, and it takes a lot of twists and turns over the course of it. But it's not the star. I think the art is the star generally. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, they have a lot of really fun action and like exaggerated art styles and like crazy robot designs. And, you know, it's sort of yeah. a, a visual thing going on. Uh, I
1: also got kind of a one piece vibe from it, too.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. They both kind of play with character design all the time. Uh, um, you know, they let things get like totally and... off model. And yeah. Yeah. So the communist Kamina Kamina communist has like a little bit of a gang uh, that he calls Team Gurren. And uh, none of them are really as into it as Kamina is because he's <laughs> he's kind of really intense. Yeah, I don't uh, think
1: anybody's into anything as much as Kamina. Is. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but he he apparently with his dad, who we are led to believe is is dead, uh, saw the surface and believes it's real and is trying to get up there. And everyone's like, "No, shut the fuck up!" So they they try and bust out. Their plan is to like use uh the Simons drill to drill through the ceiling of their village and go up top uh yeah, and they're gonna use pig
1: moles right
0: yeah is that what they're called they're pig moles uh and they ride like a stampede of pig moles all the way up and it's really fun looking uh is that gonna be a thing for this show the sort of two animals or one animal sort of sort of style not often they don't they don't pull that very oh, often okay uh they just they're just pig moles there's normal normal <laughs> animals and also pig moles. <laughs> right uh but they get they get stopped the chief stops them and they get put in uh kamina at least gets put in jail uh and cave jail (laughs) absolute cave jail uh simon goes back to digging he feels bad that kamina got in trouble and he finds what we later end up calling lagan this mech he finds Uh, a head he finds a big robot head down a in a very
1: comical giant head with little arms and legs.
0: <laughs> yeah, and like nice little pert lips, <laughs> like these big Those kiss- kissable lips, <laughs> yeah, kissable robo lips. <laughs> uh, and so he's really excited. He's like, "What the fuck is this thing? It glows and it makes my little drill thing glow that I found. What's all this about?" And puberty. <laughs> it's the puberty. metaphor
1: for puberty. <laughs>
0: And so he goes. Back. I, thought, I thought the head cutter looked like a like a Sentinel from X Men, or is that just me? No, it's not X-Men just you. Stuff.
1: It's a yeah. Sentinel from X Men crossed with like Mister Bucket.
0: <laughs> yeah, Mr. Bucket. that's exactly it's. Yeah, Mister Bucket is a perfect um, call. Mister Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Uh, he goes and he gets Kamina out of jail because he's like, oh, yo, you got to come see this big face that I found. Uh, and they get caught. And the chief is, like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you breaking out of jail again? And he, like, smacks Kamina with a sword, like, three times. And Kamina does not even blink or flinch. Which is just, again, like, cementing how fucking cool he is. Like, it's almost insane how... It's almost impossible how cool Kamina is. (laughs) Uh, And, like we said earlier, right at this point, a giant fucking robot blasts through the roof. It's a huge... What do they call him uh gunman a gunman gunman yeah yeah and they it's what it's like a giant wolf head it's it's not unlike the little head that he found in the ground except it's about you know it's enormous fucking. there's also
1: a lot more body to go along with it
0: yes yeah uh he's got huge teeth it talks and i'm sure what you guys are going to want to talk about here in the second is that right after it busts through and they sort of have a standoff for a second our character yoko falls in from the ceiling yeah and blasting away on her big old sniper rifle and jiggling her her tantalizing uh bosom the the whole way down
1: yeah she's pulling like a quiet from metal gear solid 5 and she's like repelling in with her sniper rifle and mm-hmm. yeah she's got those those boob physics
0: yeah what's i mean her of, costume she's basically in like stockings and a bikini.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: Uh and she's got this long red hair. I actually think it's really cool the way she comes in because she's like she's aiming straight down with this giant 50 cal sniper rifle uh at yeah. the thing and she's like stabilizing the barrel against her foot. Hmm. So she's got like her foot down and she's aiming straight down and the you know the the gun is as long as she is. It's really it's really pretty cool looking. Yeah, so I want to cool. deliver a little bit of a caveat to what I just said because when, what you might mistake for just some anime titillation in this scene, I, I would say, um, well, maybe they still continue to do. Mm-hmm. But in the two scenes we see this episode of, of of titillating, they're both from a perspective of like strong, I don't know if I want to say empowerment, that feels a little silly. But she, in this one, she's coming down, guns blazing, and acting all cool. And there'll be another there'll be another scene uh, later when um, Simon comically lands on her chest and they're all like, "Ooh, this is a sexually charged moment. And um, as as he's kind of freaking out, she then, like, pulls him closer and rolls over uh, because she's protecting him from this like other you like robot that shows his, up his yeah. face and yeah yeah but it becomes a much more maternal like yep uh, and uh and in general again just like they paid it off differently they wasn't just to titillate we got to see a moment of strength both times yeah it was, sure that still, was
1: cool if you had to ask me what i know about her character i couldn't really tell you all that much well i think um, the last thing is very that- telling
0: as is the scene where she jumps in but you're right we don't know whether she likes apples or oranges Right. We learn a lot about her after episode one. Sure. Uh, Yeah. But I will. I'm you're you're very right about that, Rory. I think it's really interesting because in any other show, especially one that maybe was made in the 80s or 90s, him falling onto her boobs and being face first in his inner cleavage would have ended in a, ah, what are you doing? Like hitting each other kind of moment. Um, Yeah. Played played for that laugh. And instead... She's. She just looks down at him, and he's like nervous, and she just smiles at him like this kid fell into my boobs, like you know, like any normal human would not make a huge deal out of that when like a ten year old falls into their, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, they, they played the middle a little of a more life real. or death
1: scenario, totally. In the middle of a fight, like nobody's gonna do weird rom com. Absolutely, icky, icky boob. Slaps, <laughs> slaps, slapstick.
0: Icky boob, slapstick. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Uh, but you know they still it's still a a bell that they ring quite a lot
0: yeah you're 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 not wrong but i think it's it's worth calling attention to the fact that the bell has some whistles on it too
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah no they you notice the whistles too (laughs) yeah uh um let's see what else is, is going on so i mean they take out the monster
0: well, so they go they go get the mech. So there's a big moment right. where uh, you know, Simon kinda saves them, he drills under them, and they fall into like his little tunnels, and he takes them to where this giant face is that he found, and they realize, you know, it's a mech that they can ride, and he wants Kamina to pilot it. And Kamina's like, I'm not gonna steal from my little brother. You found this thing. This is yours. You should be the one to do it. And Simon has, like, uh, this is my favorite line. This is probably the line that people remember the most out of this show because they watched the first oh, I, episode. Oh, I think it's probably the one um, I was thinking of, too. And he says... Uh, Never, give, like, up. <laughs> Never give up. up. What did you Never say? How did you know that phrase? <laughs> uh, no, Simon. Simon's having, like, a crisis of confidence. He's freaked out. He doesn't know that he can pilot this thing. And uh, Kamina looks over at him and he says, Listen, Simon, don't believe in yourself. Believe in me. Believe in the Kamina that believes in you. And yeah. Yoko, Yoko goes, "What the hell's that supposed to mean?" <laughs> but
1: <laughs> no, don't... I really liked that. It's really fun. because like... it's true. Because it's super true. It's like I. It's so much easier to believe somebody who you look up to and respect, and to know that they trust you mm-hmm. than to just like summon some weird courage based on some. You know, like look, I've yeah, never done this sort of shit mantra, before, yeah. but like the cool guy who who. I look up to thinks that I can do it. So like, fuck it.
0: Yeah. And it's such a, it's such a classic. I really enjoyed that. Such a good Kamina moment. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, it shows that he's like, not only is he cool, but he's so wholesome. Yeah. (laughs) Like he's such a dad. Like he's the coolest dad. Well, Soma's dad's pretty cool.
1: (laughs) I also, I kind of got like a Toshiro Mifune from, uh, Oh yeah. Seven Samurai. Mm -hmm. Um, just that like, Dragadocious giant sword carrying person. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of that DNA in Kamina. Uh
0: and so they, yeah, I mean, the rest there's a pretty cool fight scene. They uh they come back out with this mech that he, you know, he puts the drill key in this shining drill hole in the mech and turns it, and the mech sprouts its arms and legs, and they name it Lagon, and they run out and they fight. Uh, and also has drills it sprouts like you know what was surprising to me they they had a moment to kind of explain the uh the inexplicable pilot skill if this thing had at all resembled the like drill mechanism he uses every day Mm -hmm. right but Mm -hmm. it doesn't it's just a robot he can magically pilot which is again okay for the for the conceit of the show but i thought why not make it make sense if you can but whatever totally who the fuck am i (laughs) that would (laughs) have been really cool that that would make sense also, one other cool thing about this show is he actually wears the goggles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does put them on. Which over again his eyes. was goes to what I was saying about just like, uh, and and also uh, with food porn too, uh, just a slightly higher intelligence about anime tropes. Yeah. I'm saying food porn instead of food wars. If you, yeah, I know, I noticed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, both of these shows uh, came out both the shows uh this one's like 2007 I want to say and or maybe later and then uh Food Wars was 2015. so you know they're they're decidedly modern shows you know they've sure. learned they get to be a little pomo about uh about their their writing you know I mean they're, they're they're inheriting a long 30 40 years of very high profile anime history and and this
1: came out around the same time spider writers did though.
0: that's not untrue (laughs) spider riders is kind
1: of the reverse Guren logan like they're going inside and Guren logan is going from inside to out yeah you want to think Um, about that for a second
0: because spider riders was 2006 right and this is 2007 come on they're not even in the same league yeah it shouldn't even be made by the same country like how can you that's (laughs) insane I mean, the the kind so of. Bad.
1: You can blame Canada. Yeah, this I show guess. didn't have
0: a single spider, so I don't know what the fuck they were getting up to. <laughs> they weren't doing anything right by my metrics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's—I mean—that's pretty much the episode. They find out that there are some like big scary monsters, robot mm-hmm. monsters that are also up there.
0: Yeah, because the surface sucks. Right.
1: Yeah. No. It's it's fun. It's fun. It's uh doesn't seem like as much of a thinker or like as much of a completely out out there sure thing like food wars is um you know i mean it seems like it's a it's a fun thing you could kind of mindlessly binge on a weekend
0: rory i sort of picked this one for you i had trouble (laughs) finding one for you any thoughts uh i liked it um i would say sort of not it didn't turn me off with the ending uh the way that food wars did Though it, it didn't do a good job telling me why I should come back next week because mm-hmm. um, we don't have any sort of sense of mystery or direction. Um, We just have people in a different world doing different things. Yeah, they really want you to get another one or two in before they, you know, they've really hooked you, which is yeah. hard, you know. Because especially from our perspective, you know, in Western television, you basically have one episode to get us. And then which is not the only I mean, there are shows as good as like the Sopranos that I'll say basically the same thing about. Like uh, you can watch this this beautiful show and enjoy the whole the whole period of time. And they were in the case of Sopranos really never tells you why you should come back next week. Mm -hmm. And I felt Kind of similar with log Logan. It's like this is a show, if I had all the episodes in front of me and I and I enjoyed it, I'd probably click on the number two. But as soon as I get up from my computer, I'm not sure. Gotcha. Yeah. When what the impetus is to come back to it. Rory Boy. Hello. Rory Boy the Story Boy. Um Yeah, that's me. I heard that we're currently being sponsored by a new dating app called Weebs Only. Weebs Only? Is, uh, yeah. Is, uh, is, uh, so here's, okay, so.
1: You're a resident app
0: expert. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Weebs Only is for two Weebs to date. Well, you date any number of Weebs, I guess. You date whoever you want. So the way it works is you sign in, you tell them your favorite animes, you don't pick up a profile picture. Instead, you pick a, a scent profile. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Tell and us about. <laughs> so as you as you you swipe you swipe around, and you just you judge people based on what their favorite smells are and what their favorite animes are. <laughs> and if you both like similar animes and similar smells, then the app asks you if you want to send a picture of uh, your foot. <laughs> you exchange footpecks.
1: Wow, is there you must be a real odor, Taku.
0: <laughs> oh man, so how how would a weeb like me find this app? Oh, you already know. <laughs> <laughs> the weeb's already know. I don't really know who's who, who. This new demographic they're hoping to hoping to gather is. Uh, I guess plenty. a lot of people accidentally download it thinking that they can buy weed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be probably how they got a little bit of an early market share was just off that Miss Clegg action. But, well, I know uh, what
1: smells they're going to like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Patchouli oil.
1: The real common smell for those folks.
0: Uh yeah, so you know, if you're a weeb and you wanna hide your physical form from your from your partner, this is, this is a way that lets you interact purely with anime memes and uh, and scents, uh, much in the way a bee might communicate.
1: <laughs> I think we overlook how much bees love anime. <laughs> <laughs> up.
0: Here in uh, in Saddam Sad High School, Class 1A, I'm 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 making longing glances over at that that cute, shy girl, Austin. But what, she's, about the surly, uh, what about the surly boy? Are you getting any glances? How's the, the surly, surly boy doing in this in this situation? <laughs> the surly boy's the long-term boyfriend. Uh, Are we also you know, in, he's in the, a he's steam room, He's the one room, I'll, though? I'll, I'll eventually realize that I've got feelings for him. But short-term, I'm super into the immediate appeal of Austin. Because I thought oh, we
1: were in the onsen. I thought we were sitting in there. Is this like onsen high school? No, okay, so where every <laughs> high school class is is like you're in a is, bathtub.
0: Your teachers just naked standing up at the front of the onsen and teaching. Because you we girl. laugh,
1: but like that could legit be a be <laughs> it could an, be oh an my anime.
0: God. Onsen high school would be my favorite new anime. That would be so amazing. I don't know why they haven't done it yet. Yeah. Like every fucking anime has a goddamn hot springs episode where the boys try and peep on the girls. It's not even a joke. Uh, there's one in Guren Um <laughs> Okay, so we're watching the show that I picked for myself because I unapologetically love the absolute ever-loving shit out of this show. Uh, I'm always down for a, rom- a romance rom-com situation. Uh, shojo, if you will. And this show is called Lovely Complex. We watched the first episode, which is called Freshman Year Summer. I'll definitely find a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> uh i apologize in advance for this blurb it's long and confusing uh but i think i think it gets the point across so here i we have about. a question like, before we dear. hear the plot because i was interested at this right away uh, okay. from the show and i was unclear if this was just a title uh it's just the whole show or I mean, not the whole show let's take the whole first season there's uh, only one. is it take? there's what oh there's okay well regardless does it take place yeah. in just this summer in this whole year over all of high school it takes um, place over all of their high school experience, years That's one, what I three. thought. That's pretty cool. I believe. I think that's what uh, I got the impression when they said freshman year and summer, that they were going to be like, freshman year, fall, freshman, you know. Yep. Uh, was gonna it was going to be yeah. how they kind of go through it. The, like, 24 episodes, I think, end as they're figuring out where they're going off to college. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty positive. Huh. I think that's really cool that over, how long is the season? Is it 20-something? It's It's 24. Uh, that they managed to cover three years. I, I like doing that. I like the the sort of yeah. When it done, yeah, me too. Um. Okay. High school girl Disa Koizumi, who is far taller than average, is friends with high school boy Atsushi Otani, who is far shorter than average. And I mean, together, friends is friends. <laughs> yeah, is they're, a, they're frenemies, <laughs> and I thought it was pretty delightful. They they yeah. seem to get along when getting along is 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 advantageous to them. hmm They're absolute frenemies. Uh, together they're known as all Hanshin Kyojin, and I'm gonna step in here. Did you guys look that up? Do you know what's going on with that? I didn't have to because the, they have the, they have a little they have a little blurb on top uh, yeah, for, sub, for some Jap- some Japanese 101 for you. The subs right. we had
1: had a lot of really great literacy moments at the top that as soon as there was a pop culture reference it would be be like, this is uh, referring to a strange movie that you didn't see.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, Hanshin Kyojin is a, a, a comedy duo that was sort of popular in Japan for a while with a tall guy and a short guy. So, the teacher's making fun of them by calling them all Hanshin Kyojin. Koizumi develops a crush on this other guy, Suzuki, and Otani says he'll help her begin a relationship with Suzuki if Koizumi helps him begin a relationship with her friend, Chiharu. So, I'll set you up with this guy if you set me up with that girl. Otani and Koizumi invite Suzuki and Chiharu to the pool along with their other friends, Uh, And they accidentally spend more time with each other than with their crushes. And so Suzuki and Chiharu end up developing crushes on each other, and they start dating. And uh, at the end of the episode, Koizumi and Otani console each other and uh, challenge each other to find love before the other one does. Right. So that is the summary. So
1: I really enjoyed this. I'm so glad. I did too. Yeah. This was like... Especially as far as um a high school show, this was really funny and really refreshing to see as like a high school anime mm-hmm. where also not a school uniform show yes which Fucking yes, which is so nice and mm-hmm. I understand the with you know cultural stuff that like school uniforms is common, but to to not have that makes such a difference, and I think it's also the the eye of the, the people making the show is just it's also super not pervy in any way. Like there's almost no sex, sexualization happening
0: mm-hmm.
1: of anyone. And it's not gratuitous. It's not like you don't see the weird panty shots that happen for no reason. And just like boobs falling out and wiggling everywhere. And it's like, <laughs> <this> <laughs> like, worms. like, yeah, like weird <laughs> like worms. worms, like little, <laughs> little
0: inchworms.
1: <laughs> um, and and ju- but just to see like. Teens being teens and not like romanticized, sexualized teens, but just like weird, gangly, funny teenagers.
0: Oh my god! Shouting at each other, and it's
1: it's it's really sharp. It's really nice.
0: I think I I don't want to get too far ahead of this, but I do. I I think the reason that I love this show so much is that none of the characters are hot. Right? They're not. They're not. They're not cool necessarily. They're not hot. They're just—they're kind of awkward, and the whole show is about them sort of getting, coming to terms with like, like what it means to have feelings with for somebody that you thought was like just a friend, and like you know dealing with your own insecurities. And
1: they're they're
0: just—they're not—you know—it's totally a comedy show. It's really over the top, right? But at the same time, it's not about like hot teens getting to get. Together with other hot teens.
1: Yeah, it's also not about the school hierarchy. Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. so much so much of school shows are about like, oh, well, this is the queen of the class, like Mm -hmm. Jeronica or whatever. (laughs) And she's the she's the top dog of the school and she's so hot and she's dating the football captain or whatever. It's like nobody cares. Right. Like real teens in high school just have like a small group of weirdos they hang out with. Yes. And they try to like hook up with each other in that within that group of weirdos like that's high school, you know, like
0: it's so true.
1: And so and probably college, too. Um, Yeah. And and so like just to see that and to see it to them not give a shit about like the greater span we I mean, that might happen as the show goes on later. But just to see that, like, look, we're just centering on a couple of these breakfast club weirdos and that's but not only kinda... that there was
0: there was some really really sharp so the whole like style of comedy is i think you could call in general kind of anime but it's really taken to the nth degree here mm-hmm. uh like uh she he has a line uh was it otami or okami otani otani has a line about how he knew he knew she liked suzuki because it's written all over her face and it cuts back to just her face is covered in Sharpie with Suzuki written everywhere. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a couple, there's a lot of little jokes like that, that I just love. Um,
1: yeah, it seems really pop culture dependent just with all of the notes that had to be there just to kind of have a base understanding of what's
0: happening. uh, I only read a couple of the notes and, uh, honestly, I don't feel like it took too much away from it. yeah, Yeah. It's not, it's not too bad. Uh, the The thing that I'll there's two there's two fun things that I I'm assuming you caught one but you maybe didn't catch the other so one of them had the translators notes because their names Koizumi yes Ko yeah has, they had that too like big Valley you know, and little, little right. boy or whatever they have they have the ironic names because her yeah. she's tall and her name has little in it and he's small and his name has big in it okay. so they're like that's fun right uh there's a moment so where Ko, he feels is really Ko
1: the prefix for like small
0: well co usually is like girl which implies like little girl oh, you know okay. and oh is actually literally big for old okay. um so well actually i don't know i haven't seen her kanji so coat might be for it might be literally little i don't know i'd have to look at it but uh they they have a really fun moment later where otani is feeling really down on himself and he's like no call me kotani <laughs> oh, that's right well right. Oh, because so that comes after that comes after one of my i think my favorite joke of this whole fucking uh episode mm-hmm. uh where so they, this is after the pool party right or yeah. no after oh it is after the pool party yeah uh-huh. okay so so they're kind of review you know check you know reviewing notes with each other's uh you know significant uh hopeful mm-hmm. and and her friend the one that otani likes she uh, yeah Okay. There's a lot of names, so forgive me. Yeah, I know, me. I know. I'm helping. Says that she likes him. He's just so short and it cuts to it cuts to a, like an admiral on a on a battleship. <laughs> yeah, the battleship. <laughs> he says says fire and a missile comes and shoots him in the head. <laughs> yeah, it's like a battleship <laughs> with his with face o- on it. Oh,
1: Johnny's face and on it. A submarine is firing a, a torpedo at it and like it sinks his battleship.
0: Uh, oh god. <laughs> And then so that good. gets
1: repeated for uh, for Koizumi later. the yeah. second
0: time. But the first time really fucking floored me. That was so yeah. funny. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, so so that's a fun one. We we should do an ABC of the plot here in a second real fast. But the, the other thing that I think is really fun about this show is that it doesn't take place anywhere near Tokyo. And no one has a Tokyo accent. They're all in Kansai. And they're speaking Kansai-ben. Huh. So, like usually usually, what would happen in an anime is everyone sort of speaks like the standard dialect and then if there's someone who they really want to call out as being like a foreigner or from the rural areas, they'll give they'll have them speak in Kansai-ben or Osaka-ben. Hmm. But this I is mean, just British a show... I mean, British TV does that too. Most people are speaking with are speaking right. a pretty toned down Londoner accent unless they're trying to sell totally. you on where they're from. Totally. And so hmm. this show just sort of casually takes place somewhere else and they all speak Kansai-ben, every single one of them. And... It's cool. really fun to listen to as someone who can sort of, you know, enjoy it on that level. It's really cool. Uh, it's like totally different vocabulary that they're is, using. Is it like, would you say it's a stronger difference than like uh than like a antebellum south accent? I would say it's analogous. I think okay. a lot of times when they do dubs, uh, someone who speaks in Kansai Ben will be given a southern accent in an English dub. Mm-hmm. I see. Uh, just because that's an easy analog for us to understand. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but constantly Ben, like, there's like a fair amount of different inflection that happens and there's actually like different vocabulary, like the way that they negate stuff in their, in their like verbs, like instead of tabe nai, oh, totally. be, I don't eat, it's like tabe hen. And like, so, like that Kentucky drawl is totally, like the, the diction is completely different. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting thing. I, I, it's, an, it's just another little angle and I enjoy this show from, cool. um, anyway, so-
1: the Let's whole talk premise about is that uh, these two these two rivals, uh, you know, did not get things started off on the right foot and they just yell at each other constantly. Um, <laughs> and you know what it is, if it's just something in the water, they just kind of just started really hating each other. Yeah. And their back and forth shouting is very good. I mean, it's just the <laughs> chemistry of these characters, the voice actors and everything. is yeah. just it works. You know, when they're in the room, like the whole show is built on that chemistry. And thankfully, it, it's done really well. Yeah. Um. But then we have a very funny kind of a Serena moment, a, uh, a Sailor Moon sort of moment with Koizumi oh. standing in line. Yeah, you get some, you get some at, Sailor Moon vibes from her. I agree. At graduation and she's snoring. Is it graduation? Well,
0: it's it's just they finished Figure. their first sem- first semester of, of their freshman year and they're going off for two weeks for summer vacation. And so oh, the principal is talking okay. to all of them.
1: Gotcha. And, and I think
0: like take care of yourselves this summer break. Right. Taiwan and, first semester is in the fall like like Western school. But in some I think in Japan first semester is the winter It's calendar year. Yeah. So it yeah. starts, gotcha. you know, it starts at the beginning of the year first semester and then th- it they have a semester break at summer and it's, only like, summer two, and it's only like it's only like two or three weeks. Gotcha. And then okay. they
1: come back. So she, she's snoring hard and then she like her snooze bubble pops and <laughs> she blurts out like a, did, did anybody write it down?
0: It's something like, ah oh, my summoner. Oh, my, my summon, summon monster, yeah. My summon monsters like that. That got killed or something. like It's like she's yeah. dreaming about playing a video game right in, in the middle of this assembly where everyone is like pin drop quiet.
1: Right, and so her punishment then is she has to have summer school
0: yeah, brutal. And
1: she loses basically her whole summer, right? Oh, I didn't yep.
0: notice that just for falling asleep she had to do summer school. Yeah, that school. was
1: her that was her punishment.
0: Yep. So she and had to do summer she... school. Uh her best friend Nobuchan uh is taking summer school cuz she failed all the exams. Uh <laughs> otani we find out is taking summer school because he also failed but the shy girl that otani's into her friend Chiharu, is only taking summer school because she doesn't want to be away from her friends yeah <laughs> <laughs> like she's really smart and she got all she got really good grades but she's like i don't want to be separated <laughs> which i thought was pretty cute yeah uh, it's cute and while i don't know anybody who would intentionally do summer school i can believe like after the fact you come back the next semester and they've had this whole semester of like shit going on yeah. that you weren't a part of. You'd feel mm-hmm. like shit. You'd feel like absolute Right, You're shit ostracized
1: because you're so smart.
0: Yeah, <laughs> totally.
1: Yeah. So that makes sense. That tracks. But then we mm-hmm. have the, the new, the new hot boy in, in campus.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, Suzuki, Suzuki
1: comes in <laughs> and uh, he's super tall. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like comically tall. Uh, yeah. Next to Kozumi. <laughs>
0: And so Koizumi is obviously instantly into that because tall boy, who's like deep voiced and soft spoken. ooh, that's her whole deal. Um, And
1: I got to say, as a short person watching this show, being somebody who's five foot five, uh, mm -hmm. uncommonly short for a man uh, was, you know, this is a bit of a tough pill to swallow at times. (laughs) (laughs) Sort of, uh, you know. yeah tender Ot- it's tender
0: <laughs> yeah otani uh is is he's clearly got the Na- the napoleon complex going on he he's ready to fight with anyone at the drop of a hat who comments on his on his height and how it possibly could make him anyway in any way less than anyone else i thought mm-hmm. there was a funny visual gag that was also a pretty insightful one when he has to talk to the girl he used to like after she calls him short and mm-hmm. they animate him as like a wooden puppet just kind of yeah. sand lines yeah. Yeah. Oh, hello. Good morning. It's so great. <laughs> I-, I have to go now.
1: <laughs> yeah, a really great way to, to make those those emotions real, you know, like turning that into a yeah. visual thing. Like y- they were really good at that with the submarine yeah. bit and everything else, mm-hmm. Like like using these and- cool visual metaphors
0: in case that wasn't fully clear how we've described it after this pool party where they tried to get close to the people they liked and then failed cuz they are too busy riding slide like water slides you know the two people that they liked have gotten to like they're sort of interested in each other and uh they both say like yeah i guess he's easy to talk to cuz he's so short i don't think of him like a guy and the exact same thing opposite happens to koizumi and so they I they thought both... it was a little bit funnier uh, maybe just because it's a little bit stranger but he he says he says like i find it so easy to talk to you maybe because of how you know frequently man tall you are (laughs) maybe because i can talk to you you got off to the constant yeah i don't know i thought it was i thought it was funny (laughs) yeah yeah and then that's that's actually my favorite moment of the episode is suzuki you know drops that Then they they repeat the 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 battleship Uh, gag they do the battleship gag again, which is amazing. But then she's like, Wait, are you into Chiharu? And he gets so red and he's like, nope, Oh, that's right. N- nope, nope, no, I'm not. <laughs> she's like, What? He's like, Nope, it's just really hot in here. And then he walks away and he turns back hot. and he goes, nope, I gotta nope, go. Nope. And then he keeps walking down the hallway. <laughs> so fucking funny.
1: There's also some tough love moments after these respective dumps oh, yeah. that happen. Mm-hmm. Um,. Cause Otani runs out when he's real sad. And then we see kind of the first moment of Koizumi actually get really caring for Otani, sure. like mm-hmm. really giving a shit. And it's that moment of like genuine emotion. She like runs after him and she's like concerned. Um, yeah. And then she kind of finds it again, but, but she like punches him in the face and like, look, man, <laughs> don't, don't let people say that to you, you know, like just take, don't worry about it. Yeah. And he's like, wow, that punch really woke me up. And then mm-hmm. again, when it happens the other way, he finds her, he punches her in the face um, and they've kind of, <laughs> yeah, you know, sealed their friendship. You know, they've kind of they've created this this mutual bond.
0: Yeah. And, you know, what I like about this first one is that they they definitely they spend the time to drop in these moments where you're like, wow, actually, they're like super on the same page and they don't realize it, you know? Oh, like, yeah like how they show up at the pool and they're both like way more interested in just water slides and playing around than the, everyone else is. And, uh, you know, later on, they're uh, they're having a great time at this like festival they go to right near the end of the episode. And, you know, they've both given up on their love interest and they just sort of spend time with each other. And they're both like just really fucking enjoying it. It's like, wow, these kids eventually are going to realize that that's what it's all about. And yeah, I like that. I'm, they, they I'm actually
1: that early. I'm actually at the point where if that doesn't happen soon, I'm going to like bounce out of this show because like their their chemistry is so like crackling and like electric and just ready to
0: go that like <laughs> I don't think I can handle them like not not them slow them them teasing you with it all all 24 episodes.
1: Yeah, like I don't think I could do that. Like it's so passionate right from the get-go that I'm like, hey. "Look, I need to see them start kissing like real soon." <laughs>
0: I will say that they, in, in true shojo show fashion, they, they do introduce, you know, some obstacles. Uh, next episode, Otani's ex-girlfriend shows up, and that sort of, like, chucks a wrench and some weird stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, like, another guy that she's kind of into, and then it gets kind of confusing because, you know, she has a lot of, like, real thoughts about, like, well, I could be into Otani, but, like, he's totally not, you know... He's not there with me. Like she kind of realizes she's into him way before he realizes. It. Right, I think we start and... to see some
1: blushing happening in this episode. We start to imply mm-hmm. that maybe she's considering it. And yeah, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I thought ups. that
0: she hers was kind of good because I think it was for a character moment. He was just sort of caught off guard that she pretties up. You know, she gussies up pretty well. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's
1: right. There's that whole moment at the like a festival of some kind. Yeah,
0: yeah. They're at like a summer festival and she's dressed in a yukata and he thinks she's pretty. Um, but yeah, I don't know his, his hangups about like his height and about like, you know, kind of not seeing her that way from the get go or just sort of being dense and like another kind of opportunity showing up for her. Who's actually like kind of interested in her sort of makes her go off in a different direction for a little bit before she realizes that she's still not over Otani. And, you know, they kind of go back and forth, but I will say you don't have to wait the entire 24 episodes for them to kind of figure some of it out they do a bit of will they won't they, but like it starts earlier than you'd expect. Yeah. So don't feel too bad about that.
1: Uh-huh. You know, I think um, that's honestly my only hang up with the show mm-hmm. is just the thought was of the like, fear of the won't they is the, is the fear <laughs> of being strung along for way too long, you know, uh, because sure. it's already there. If it was yep. a super slow indication, I could be like, okay, I could see this slow burn happen, yep. but it's a passionate flame.
0: Well, from minute and- one. You have to also remember it's it's like fifty percent a comedy show too, right? So they're 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 throwing jokes in a lot too. It's not like constantly romance plot, but mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. I'm I'm for exactly that reason. I'm generally more into twelve episode one core, uh, romance shows than I am in the two core twenty four because twenty four right. is a long time for uh, to just like fill with, you know. Oh no! And then there's drama, and then there's not. drama. Yeah, with and extra, then, you know,
1: because I already know how it's going to end. So I'm like totally. just... Just get me there, all right? Get me
0: there. I want to sure. be there. Just smooch. Right. But smooch the fact that
1: apparently they take it all the way through their high school year, like mm-hmm. all, all through their high school, like, what's the word I'm thinking? You know, like all three Career? years or. Yeah. That yeah. whole that whole time. Uh, that to me means we'll get some more interesting growth and time passage and everything like that. And uh, we can have
0: both a will they and a won't they, right? Like maybe exactly. they're just like yeah maybe their ex-boyfriend girlfriend for the next for the second half right yeah all that well i think it's really funny that the show that i picked just because i like it and i wasn't sure that you guys would even want to engage with it is the one that you both like the most out of what we watched yeah yeah Uh, i mean i'm not gonna put words in your mouth but it seems like you had more genuine enjoyment of this than the sort of what I would say more wide, sc- wide appeal of the other two, because Gurren and Food Wars are both pretty popular over here to some degree. Sure. Um, Though, you know, to to flip the script a little bit, if we pretend for a minute that I do watch anime. Yeah, sure. The animes that I do or don't watch are <laughs> m- much more obscure than uh, than the like I don't watch a ton of them, a ton of the big hits. I watch mm-hmm. all the kind of like weird grungy stuff. Well, it's not weird because it's it's unfair to say because that makes it sound like I like the most anime anime, but it's kind of like it's very different from normal anime genre, I guess is what I would say.
1: Only God will be your judge.
0: (laughs) Osiris is not not pleased with the weight of my heart.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So Rory, what uh, what are we gonna do with the with our anime boy? How are we well, gonna
0: I hate punish to, him? I, I hate to I hate to pull the rug out from underneath Andy, but we did have a conversation without him. What? And uh, this whole thing has been a giant trap. We've been keeping no. track of demerits this whole episode. <laughs> oh my god! I swear, I will come back from this and find all of you and You're murder deep you in the hole. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, it's going to be uh, Rory, you think um I think we, the final demerits. number 900 936 merits, I think was the final number we came up to.
0: I will have my vengeance. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is I mean, not you the you can when you when but... you
0: earn your freedom, we can do another anime episode. Yeah,
1: there's no <laughs> coming back from this. I think you need to do like You
0: have to collect 9 you have to collect 936 uh <laughs> anime, anime, anime it, redemptions is it?
1: Is it do you have to watch episodes of like Murder She Wrote or Walker <laughs> Texas Ranger or something to to work yourself back
0: I think yeah or the Andy Griffith show right oh no you guys anything from before cure. the 80s you guys you can't do this you can't have do this. gun, you gun you gave will me... travel you can do that <laughs> you bonanza your improvement. word <laughs> I had your word that I was in a safe zone
1: yeah, but think about that, did you? <laughs> Trust but verify, Andy. Yeah, I'm sorry, buddy, but you're deep. You're deep in the cavern. You're so fucked. I hope you have a drill. <laughs> let's, uh, let's wave down an Andy from his pit.
0: i <laughs> You're down. Da- you're you're down. You're you're down. You're down in the hole with the with the woman in the dunes, Andy. Oh, and you're gonna bring a you're gonna bring a, a highbrow, a- a highbrow live reference. action film, so that you know how, this is how this is my true self. I don't watch anime. I watch film.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: well, my I, drill is gonna be the one that pierces the heavens. <laughs> And yeah, good luck. I'm gonna find your anuses and 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 drill, drill them. them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna make you eat my squid tentacles with peanut butter.
1: hard pass. <laughs> 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 this is this is why we only let you out once a year. <laughs> once a year? Yeah. I thought maybe this could be like a regular feature. A oh God, months. no, no, <laughs> no you guys, call, no, call not us if, when if you're if
0: it's today's crimes. You guys, uh, call us
1: when you're 600 episodes deep into Murder, She Wrote, and then we can talk. Guys! Bye. See ya. This isn't what I wanted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to share what I liked. <laughs> I'll say that thing we say every time. That I never had friends. Thought I did, but I didn't. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to our Summer of Specials! All through the month of August, and a sweet little kiss into September, we've got a non-stop slate of just nothing but specials. Hot damn! If you like what we're doing, go ahead and find us on social media or on our website, which is satamtuesdays.com. S-A-T-A-M tuesdays.com. And you know, this week was really fun, but next week, what do you know? We got another goddamn special! So I hope to see you here every Tuesday.